the memory corridor. Hello Assassins, my name is Gustav, also known as Gargudon on various social media pages, and today I am beyond excited to greet you all welcome to the first ever episode of the Assassin's Creed podcast, The Memory Corridor. Uh, this podcast is hosted by me, and for each episode I will have a guest who will be discussing a topic regarding Assassin's Creed with me. And for each episode, there will be a different topic, but all things aside, and to get to the topic itself, today's topic is Return to North America and of Shikormak, as you probably already know from the thumbnail of this video. Now, back to today's guest. Today I have my friend Lasers, also known as James, with me. Say hi, James. How's it going, guys? <laughs> yeah, James is a great guy, and it's my pleasure to have him here on the first episode ever. And uh, links to his social media pages and YouTube channel will be in the description below should you be interested in checking that out. And it's only something I can recommend since he does make some pretty sweet AC videos. And also just before we kick this off, tell the audience a bit about yourself for those who might not know of you. Just say a few words about what you do here in the AC community and uh, here on YouTube. Yeah, all right. Okay. So, um, but primarily, I'm a YouTuber. I cover Assassin's Creed, cover um, you know, all of the news and things like that. Also, give theories and thoughts. And I also co-host a podcast called The Kill Connor Club, uh, with my friend Tyler. And that is always awesome. I do some other stuff here and there in the community, but uh, mainly uh, my YouTube channel and the uh, Kill Connor Club podcast. Yeah, and um, that is why it's also awesome to have someone with your experience, a fellow podcaster. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. However, the name is is uh, I laugh maybe not no good <laughs> intentions there and there. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, the name is just a joke. People get people get really <laughs> annoyed with names. But yeah, uh, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the names. Yeah. 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 It's cool. All right. But now it is time to kick off the first ever topic discussion. And as I said before, today's topic is return to North America and of Shikul. This topic is something I always thought was really interesting, because after the end of Assassin's Creed Rogue, we haven't heard from or seen anything from Shay, and considering that Assassin's Creed 3, uh, which is also set in North America, and seven years after Rogue, and I can only imagine what happened in North America afterwards, I think Shay was up to something in the colonies in the late 1780s and throughout the rest of the 18th century. And I really hope we'll get a game focused on this someday, perhaps Assassin's Creed 5. Now, consider that I just said as an intro to the topic of the day, and uh, before any discussions take place, I will give an intro slash explanation first, uh, both to explain what it's about and also explain why it chose, chose the topic slash think it's interesting. And I will do this in the beginning of every episode. So, now that the intro is out of the way, it is time to talk about this for real. And uh, the way this is going to work is that I'm going to ask the guest um, a few questions regarding the topic. And another word I have for them are topic points. And uh, then he or her is going to answer uh, those questions, and then we'll start a conversation about it, and that way discuss the topic. And uh, there's not necessarily a set set of questions for each different episode. The amount of questions will mainly be based on how many I can think of and how big slash interesting the topic is. And uh, when I say interesting, don't get me wrong. It's it's not that I think a topic I chose myself is uninteresting or not but it's not necessarily as interesting as others. And uh, that is also a reason for me choosing this specific topic for episode one, since it's one of, if not the most interesting I can think of. And actually the first idea I actually ever thought of for this podcast idea I came up with back in April of this year. But uh, I'm talking too much, and now all things aside, the first question I have for you James is, 
What would you like to see in an Assassin's Creed story set in North America and where Shea Patrick Cormac is one of the main focuses? Hmm. Well, I mean, I did think Rogue was a really good game. Like, I think... Well, the story like, was awesome. It was. That's that's really true. I did enjoy Rogue. I mean, it's it's a short game, and it, it is very, very similar to Black Flag. Like, I didn't do much after I finished the story, but the story I, I, I enjoyed, and I do like Shay. And I think, like, he is one of the characters, because I did a video recently where I talked about uh, characters that, that I want to see return, like, that only got one game. And... I might have just watched that. But, uh, yeah, keep talking. Yeah, yeah. And, and um... Shay is one of the characters that I think kind of does deserve a sequel. I don't know whether I talked about him in the video, but I've talked about it before in the past. And I think his story is quite important because, you know, it intertwines with Unity and also um, he's got a lot to do with the box, right? And we, we know the yeah, box. Yeah, that is... box thing. Yeah, the yeah. box. The, the box. That's <laughs> super important. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think because, you know, we see he's probably tracking down the box, something like that. He's been doing, he's been doing some stuff, you know, Haytham asks yeah. him to go. To, to go get it or something like that at the end of the Rogue, and then obviously he goes and gets it from Charles Dorian and whatnot. So I think, you know, I would love to see what he gets up to. I'd love another game with Shay and to just explore some other parts of the world and stuff like that, because, I yeah, I think Shay's my favourite, probably favourite story from that kind of period of, like, you know, Connor and Haytham and uh, Arno. I think I, I think yeah. I like Shay the most out of that kind of period, so, you know. Yeah, they're yeah. around the um, American uh, Revolution. But yeah, it is also, you know, Haytham and Shay, you know, throughout Rogue, I mean, they were more or less pretty good friends, or they were really just, I guess, mentor and apprentice. But like, they had a relation, and I guess after, um, you know, Connor kills, um, yeah, spoiler alert, uh, everyone, <laughs> yeah, you know, after Connor kills Haytham in AC3, um, that, like, their Rogue has ended, like, um, five years ago from when that happens in AC3. So the question is really like, where is Shay there? Like when Connor kills Haytham and Charles Lee and would Shay kind of like look up to Haytham so much, he would kind of like avenge him. I mean, I can figure that he would be like a deadly assassin considering he is like, or a, uh, just a deadly like assassin hunter, mm -hmm. considering he is um, a Templar with assassin training. So like, Let's say Connor has like established a brotherhood, um, but then Shay, he really just like he doesn't rogue, just takes them all out one by one, like it's nothing. Um, because I feel like Shay, he's also like a deadly character. Um, he's dangerous. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. I think yeah. you know, it's definitely like it's very. The thing is with with Shay's story is that it's really interesting that they haven't picked it up, and I feel like they should because it's yeah. very open. Because he yeah. could be he could be anywhere, so they could just have another game with Shay and set it wherever the hell they want, and that yeah. that's kind of cool because he could be anywhere. Of course, um, I actually thought about like an, a specific idea for a story. Uh, it was like I thought it, I think it started in like 1785, like two years after the end of AC3. It's like now Connor has like reestablished the Brotherhood after everything, and he has like connections, political connections. But then Shay, he's like, I want to avenge Haytham, so he really, you know, start cleanse, starts cleansing the Brotherhood. Mm -hmm. um, and then how he would fit in, I don't know, but it could be pretty cool if Shay maybe had a son, um, whose name would be, I don't know, Liam or something. Uh, and then he somehow becomes an assassin and tries to get, get taught by Connor and just tries to, you know, re-establish this and eventually confront his father even though he's like struggling with that that could be like pretty cool i guess um 
So yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that could that could definitely work out, like something like work. that. But they it's just have... the thing is, though, it seems very very mirroring to like AC3 story, like the whole assassin Templar yeah, that's family it. differences and stuff like that. That's it. Like, you know, I I wouldn't want a game that's really just like the same as maybe AC3 or Rogue, like. If they would decide to return to like North America as a map, um, they would definitely like you know have to make it like the story really unique that doesn't like make it a repeat of like two games we just like saw um, four and two years ago. Mm. Uh, because there are maybe some AC stories that have been kind of repetitive. Um, because I also feel like the main Assassin's Creed stories are like the ones that where it's like. The character is driven by something personal, and yeah. that is also where like uh, Shay's son could fit really well. Because let, let's just take Syndicate for example. You know, Evie and Jacob—they are really just two twins, just uh, cleansing London from the Templars. There's not really anything like personal involved with, let's say, Edward. He's just a young man struggling to get money, and he does that by any means necessary. Mm. And then you know his life changes forever as he. Uh, accidentally kills um, kills an assassin. Mm. So yeah, um, do you have anything to uh, add to this, or shall we skip to the next question? Um, no, I don't think there's too much more to say. It's kind of okay. it's very it's very closed with Shay. Like, yeah. kind of we can talk about it for a bit, but you know, there's not yeah. too much there to go off of. So I guess yeah, yeah I guess you know. I wanted to say that, but yeah, I, I would also like to you know explore Shay as an older man because mm. we definitely because at the end of Rogue, yeah, with that little speech he's holding, he also says like, "I am an older man." No, like, <laughs> and, and we only see that for like uh, five minutes. Yeah, he yeah. has some gray hair, and he's maybe in his like forties, but you know, definitely want more of him. Like, when does he die? I'd say maybe around 1798, uh, mm. 99, getting killed by his son eventually in his 60s later. And maybe just see like um, his skills and how he becomes this new grandmaster and uh, kind of explore maybe the hearted side of him. Like, how important is like the Templars compared to his family? Um, that could definitely be interesting. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, yeah, let's skip ahead to the next question. What parts of North America do you think we should be able to explore in this possible installment? That is a that is hmm. That is like a good question because like that is because we've already like seen the primary ones. It's not the best question either, but um, it's one of the best ones I could think of. But at the same time, there are definitely maybe some historical sites, not anything specific I would know of, but maybe something there or there that could play a part. I mean. We've already seen like the primary ones in AC3 and Rogue, like Boston, New York, um, upstate New York, uh, stuff like that and that. Uh, so, and also, uh, how, how do you think like the map should work um, in a game like this? Several locations are just one. Because, you know, throughout the Unity and uh, Syndicate, the last few installment, you, you know, we've only had one location and it's okay, but, you know, I, I like the maps that, you know, have more locations. Yeah, kind of like C2 and the uh, Black Flag, which has like 75. Yeah, it's it's better when they mix it up because I mean I I do yeah. I do love that because I think with with Unity and Syndicate the just the single yeah. map kind of works, but I think for a game yeah. set in like especially in, like in North America, the, yeah. like everything's quite 
I guess there's different things that you want to visit, and they're quite different. Like, there we have Boston and yeah. New York. I guess if you revisit it, I mean, I don't know. They they didn't really show us Philadelphia much, but they did say the reason they didn't include that is because it was quite boring, like a boring location. Although, I, I don't know, maybe I'd like to see it. I mean, there's not other many places they could really visit unless they yeah. want to revisit Boston and New York. But, I mean, do you really want That's to do that it, again? Right? I, I feel like know. New York, you know, we've had enough New York. I mean, I yeah. wouldn't, like, want it as a map. Maybe just, like, a mission set there. Kind of yeah, like possibly. the... I think it was called the Cappadocio Revelation. Revelations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, maybe there's like uh, a sequence set there, but maybe I would like to revisit Boston. Maybe like they like you know with tuned up graphics, Xbox One, PS4. Um, maybe maybe make it like larger. Like, maybe make it like 25% um, a London, a London size map. Mm, yeah, but, I mean, they could do, but it's like, the thing yeah. for me is, with, like, Boston and New York, that yeah. both of them, to me, were, like, identical cities with, like, this different kind of hue colouring over the top of it, and I mean, I don't really have any desire to revisit Boston again, like, I think, yeah, I think I that would, I, I don't know, it wouldn't be, like, uh, like, a selling point, like, oh, yeah, we're going back to Boston, it kind of be more of a, oh, yeah. Okay, so we're going back to Boston. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. If there's any new areas they could visit, I guess that'd be cool. Like, I did like the way they introduced the River Valley and North Atlantic oh, yeah. into Rome. Because that, that was cool. Uh, in River Valley. Um, yeah, and it's like, if there's new areas like yeah. that they could introduce, then it could work. But I don't yeah. know where else, where else, like, is there in the North America, especially in that time period for us. Really yeah, to that's it. Like, you know, USA is newborn. Like, unless we maybe start heading to the, uh, to the more southern states, that could mm. be pretty interesting. But... I don't know if the the southern states like Florida, it ha it has that like maybe AC feel to it. Like I don't think it would work. Mm. But it's a good question because yeah, because you know we saw in the we had New uh, New York in uh, AC three. Uh, I I was never like really maybe I just didn't like play it correctly, but I was never like wow exploring this and that. I did have the feeling of that like in Vogue. I was more exploring it, but at the same time it was really just a new version like 20 years prior to AC3 so it's a good question but maybe revisiting Boston maybe making it larger could work just areas we haven't explored um, maybe some cities there must be some cities in like maybe Pennsylvania or Philadelphia mm. and the yeah. question is just like naval warfare maybe they could do something that isn't like 100% like Black Flag like where you sail with your ship but maybe from like the Davenport Homestead, which like is an ideal, like that should return if, if you're setting it there. Yeah. Maybe just tune up the graphics and make it a little larger, but it's like it's the home of the assassins. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like you know, have the Aquila, and then you can with your crew maybe sail out, and then there's maybe like a little naval map where you can go to this and that locations, and there are some different like maybe I don't know treasure hunt missions. Mm -hmm. um, that could be interesting. Um, but no matter what, I think North America would be a good... Um, I saw you put up a poll about that the other day on uh, Twitter. I think North America would be an ideal place for uh, for naval warfare to come as well, because I miss that. Yeah, I agree. Naval naval is a good thing. Like, I mean, I don't want it just thrown back in for the sake of it, but if there's ever a reason where it'd be like, naval fits with this, kind of like with Black Flag, and obviously it fit with Rogue, like, if there's a reason why it would fit, then I'd love to see it back, because I did I did love the naval, it's awesome. It's always a split between, I think, between yeah. the Assassin's Creed community, whether they like it or whether they just completely hate it. I mean, I loved it in 4. I think it was, 4 is Black such Flag. a good game, and... It's my favorite in the series, so yeah, I'm it's, down. It's a, it's, a, it's a very good game, and it's... Exactly. I'd love to see it come back in some way. Like, if they could do 
it if they could do it differently, that'd be awesome. But maybe yeah, take the you know. naval system we all loved and Black Flag, and then maybe like improve it because mm. I feel like in AC three, you know, it was the only reason why it was really there was to like serve story missions. Mm. And then in Black Flag, you know, now you're a pirate, you can sail with your ship, customize it. Yeah. Uh, and in Rogue, it was really just a repeat of that. There wasn't like anything. Yeah, maybe a new weapon like the uh, I think it was called the uh, Burning Oil, which was a pretty cool weapon. Um, but you know, it it wasn't like unique. It wasn't like a revolutionary change. And that's just yeah. the question. Like, uh, like how can they bring like things we all love in the series back in like a way that isn't gonna feel repetitive? Yeah, and that's, uh, that's, that's difficult. That's just a question. And. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a good question, but I think just with like ship customization as well, a way they could like make it big is like uh, you can even like change the color of your ship. Um, that could be pretty cool. Mm, yeah, that's like, interesting. It's like the color with... of your sails and um, mm. the ship. Um, yeah, excuse yeah. Me. With with like the naval stuff, I think honestly I've been I've talked about this before. I think and a, a bunch of people have as well. She's like with the naval stuff i think it did so well in four i think the only thing with four is that pirate stuff was holding back the assassin stuff and the assassin stuff was holding back the pirate stuff so it, i think with the naval honestly what they might or should just do is if the, if ubisoft went ahead and made a separate pirate game that was based off of those mechanics they could really go all out and make an amazing naval experience really? and then if, if there's ever a way to you know bring that back into assassin's creed maybe it would work maybe it wouldn't who knows maybe they'll try it i, I don't know now that you mention it, is, is it Ubisoft that's making uh, the Sea of Thieves game, or is that just me? Uh, I don't know if it's Ubisoft, but... I think it might be. I'll have to look that up. But yeah, I mean, they are, there are definitely ways they could bring back like North American stuff, and there definitely are some areas, maybe after the war, uh, the Revolutionary War, which were like, devastated, and that, that could make some pretty cool missions. Because we did, I think it was called uh, Charlestown in uh, sequence six of AC3, uh, Bunger Hill. Like, you know, that, that was a map that was only yeah. like there. And uh, when I was like in the US uh, a few years ago, um, I also saw in Pennsylvania when I was there that it definitely has that like, um, I played at AC3 afterwards, but you know, the buildings and stuff, it could make for a pretty cool thing because in New York, you know, the buildings are high. Mm -hmm. uh, like four stories here, they're only like two. And that running on those rooftops could be pretty damn awesome. Mm. So in general, maybe like not necessarily revisit cities, but like move up north and uh, try to explore some unexplored areas there. And should it be head to the southern states? Mm. Uh, that is definitely it. Yeah. Right. Uh, so uh, anything to add to this, or shall we jump ahead to the third and final one? Uh. Yeah, let's head to the next one, I think. Right. Yeah. So this is also the final question, but yeah. Okay. Do you think a game like this should be a direct sequel to Assassin's Creed 3, kind of like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood uh, was to AC2? Hmm. Well, it depends. Like, I mean, I've I've said before that even even though I don't like Honor that much, I would still love if he got a second chance, because you can always expand on characters with sequels and give them way more development and like you can see from that there's that cut speech from assassin's creed 3 where connor talks about you know how he how he knows what he has to do and everything and like, like 
how he's learned from what what happened with Hatham and stuff. And I think I think it's kind of cool that you know they could expand on that with a sequel of Connor. And I think I think the only time I'd personally want to return to the North American setting is if we got another game with Connor because. Yeah. It'd, it'd make me feel like, okay, so we're going to return to this setting, but we're going to return to this character that I kind of want to see develop. I want to see if they can take him somewhere new. Like, I think that would be that would be the ideal kind of North American game, would be another game with Connor. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, his life, like, after AZ3, is, like, left in the shadows. I read some articles saying that, like, in 1803, he got married. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. But, but people say that like even after 1783 because uh, oh and also that never speech I never uh, I never think I've heard it uh, oh, was it like a trailer or uh, it's uh, it was they, they played it in a trailer but it's in the okay. game files if you just search uh, like later on just search up uh, Assassin's Creed 3 epilogue Connor speech and oh. it's it's amazing they, they cut it from the game I don't know why it's still oh. in the forsaken novel like they left it in the end of that novel but it's, it was meant oh. to be in the game but it's not in the game anymore but it's it's really yeah. really good speech. Yeah, uh, all right, I'll look that up later. But uh, anyway, as it was ba uh, back to what I was saying, um, because, you know, after the epilogue, you know, Connor, you know, he takes all the paintings of the Templars, throws it in the, um, throws it in the cabin and, you know, takes the axe out, everything like the war is over, we won. But yet, uh, you know, I am still, my life, I'm still traumatized by all the events in my life. And also with the music and everything, like it looks like after that, Connor, you know, he moved on. Like, it may be yeah. I have lost the people I love and everything. I even had to kill my own uh, bloody father. But um, I still, you know, I have something to live for, the assassins. Uh, and it, I, I wouldn't, like, I, I would be surprised if he, did, if, he, if he was just, like, depressed and sad for the rest of his life. Yeah. Um, because that's it. Because I, I saw some people, like, I don't remember when or where it was, but, like, people saying... Probably, yeah, even after AC3, Connor lived a sad life and everything. Um, but that just, you know, wouldn't really add up with why did they get married. So, yeah, definitely, like, explore Connor. Like, I wouldn't want to play as him, necessarily. Um, but I would maybe see him, like, as a major character. As I said earlier, maybe the apprentice or, or the mentor to, um, to the assassin you're playing. So he maybe just starts off as a, yeah, like, young boy from Boston and... Then he seeks out Connor, and he gets trained, and eventually maybe um, replaces Connor's role. Um, I mean, yeah, that could be interesting. And, and also just like the direct sequel thing, um, it wouldn't work, I think, because that is kind of a thing I feel like Ubisoft does on and off with their games. It like, even though the ending is like major character, like maybe even the character you play as die there. Uh, Yet, like after the end credits, you can still play, and you know it just it, it, it's okay. it's cool and everything, uh, and it's definitely you know what makes it an open world game. At the same time, it it is kind of like a little blur, if you know what I mean. Like continuity that may just be nitpicking, but 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 still, I mean, I don't think I would it would work. I mean, I'd like to like it to see like maybe set start two years after like 1785, as I was said earlier. And then pick up the pace from there. Um, mm. But it, it definitely worked with Brotherhood, though. Like, you know, yeah, picking yeah. up directly where AC2 left. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it's a good question. Yeah. I mean, with Connor, I think the thing is, it's like, 
I don't think Connor was given enough development at, at the very end of three. It's like he kind of, it's like the development was meant to happen and kind of nothing happened. Yeah. And it was like, is there a sequel to kind of develop him more? Like, are you going to do it? Yeah. And I, like, that's kind of the main game I want. The, the, like, the two main ones would be Connor or Arno. Those are the two characters that I'd love to see development for. And, and that's also it. Yeah. I actually remember I thought about that as well. Like, uh, Arno could like appear in this game. Um, I don't know if it would be like a visit to the to America or something, or it's like an errand uh, for mm. helping Connor. But we could definitely see Arno in there, and maybe even like tune things up 100%. Maybe even like get a fry in there. Maybe like even Jacob grand grand great great grandfather or something. Uh, yeah, I mean the the, the whole or something. <laughs> when when yeah. Unity was coming out, we had uh, the, actually it's how my Kill Chronicle podcast's name actually came about was that uh, when Unity was coming out, we we talked about oh what if Connor appears in this game because it was around the same time period. And it was like oh, oh what if yeah. Connor tries to kill Elise and Arno tries to stop him and ends up killing Connor and then it just became a thing. And then maybe make like a civil so, civil war thing. Yeah, kind of like a clash be between cool, two though. sets of assassins <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, uh, like they stand for the same thing, but that that could be pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, um, I think there was something I wanted to say, but I kind of forgot. Whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, but that pretty much sums it up for all the questions and topic ones I have for today. Um, and uh, do you have anything you'd like to say or ask, James, before we uh, wrap this up? Uh, actually, yeah, actually I do. Um, I want to yeah. ask, right? Yeah. Um, what, like? Um, since I do the Kill Connor Club, I wanted to ask, you know, what is your opinion on Connor as a whole? Connor as a character? Yeah. I'd say he he's a great character. Like, uh, he's not like an underpinned character. Um, like, he had definitely has the necessary development. Um, and he is definitely on maybe like my top three favorite assassins list. Maybe on number three spot or something. And I definitely do like, you know, how throughout his entire life, really, he has been, like, traumatized with the laws of his mother and the laws of his village. And he just comes from, like, a strange background, like, Native American mother and British father who's, like, their arch enemy. And then suddenly this uh, hologram tells you to uh, seek this old man out and become an assassin. So, all in all, I'd say he's a character who has mysteries that we still need to uncover, definitely. Um, as you also said earlier, there are definitely some things about his past um, that uh, we definitely can explore in a new game. Um, but I, I don't think he's a bad character, um, like maybe like other AC characters. Mm, yeah, uh, I can't come up with any specifics. Yeah, he had his moments, but at the same time, it's kind of just like, maybe, oh, I actually wanted to say that before. The ending of AC3 was a little here and there, like, it wasn't, like, as epic as I had hoped. Yeah. Like, it's really just him finding Charles Lee, chasing him, like, getting a piece of wood through his stomach, killing Charles, hiding yeah. the amulet, and that's Connor's story. Yeah, it's very like, wrapped up, kind of, yeah. there. It's just kind of like done there you go i mean i love the scene yeah. with connor and charles in the in the bar where they just have that drink together uh, it's kind of like a mutual kind of yeah like like it's, it's a both, good scene we're both like on the edge and who, who of us is gonna die yeah. but 
And then when I think about it, maybe sequence 11, like missions there, would have worked better as the final sequence. Like if they had yeah. just made kind of like made it a little more sad and dramatic. Uh, I don't know the word for it, but it's um, it's very like light the ending compared to like Unity. Like Arno, like he's depressed like forever now because of loss of the love of his life. Um, so yeah, it's definitely. Uh, I mean, he's a great character and he's pretty badass as well. Also with the hair and everything. I'm not gonna lie about that. He's pretty badass. And I can only imagine like what his maybe his master assassin outfit would look like. Um, and he did have some pretty cool weaponry as well, the tomahawk and the, uh, I think it was called the pivot bit, like the hidden blade he could use as a knife. Oh yeah, that thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so all in all, he's a great character, but we still have, there are definitely some parts of his life which are still shrouded and we have yet to explore. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right, uh, anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. Right then. I uh, want to thank everyone who has watched and listened to this first ever episode of the Memory Corridor, and I hope every single one of you enjoyed listening to me and James discuss this topic as much as we enjoyed discussing it. Uh, to stay up to date on everything the Memory Corridor and more things Assassin's Creed, like my Assassin's Creed photography, which I have named hashtag Creedography, links to my Twitter and Instagram will be in the description below where I post that stuff on and off should you be interested in checking that out along with links to James' social media pages and YouTube channel, as I said in the beginning of the episode. And also, before we wrap this up, I just want to say a quick big thanks to Iraq the Goder, who goes by the name Burkler on social media for designing the banner in the intro of the video. And uh, there will also be a link to his Twitter in the um, desk below. And again, it's only something I can recommend checking out since he does make some pretty sweet and awesome Assassin's Creed art in addition to the intro banner and... Um, my channel GFX. And uh, also, James, if you haven't checked that out, I can definitely recommend it. Mm -hmm. uh, he does the um, graphic signing for uh, the ones you came before as well. Mm, yeah, yeah, he does. So, yeah. Now, just to give everyone a quick idea of how often I'm going to release an episode, I'll say there's no set window for how often the show will be released. I think it's really going to depend on how busy I am with other things, such as school and other hobbies, and how time-consuming it'll be to make and edit one specific episode. But I can more or less give you my word that at least one episode is going to be released monthly, and maybe more in between that. And if there will be a set release schedule in the future, I'll yet have to see. But until then, this is all I can say. And uh, no matter what, future episodes are gonna be just as fun and as good as this one was to make and listen to, if not better. And uh, I can already guarantee now that there are definitely gonna be um, some occasions where there's gonna be a special edition episode, like in November and December, for example, I have something planned for Watch Dogs 2 and the Assassin's Creed movie. So yeah. And also, if any of you have any feedback and or topic ideas that you would like to share with me, feel more than free to leave it in the comment section below, as it will probably go a long way in the process of making these episodes, not only for myself, but possibly for you guys as well. Now, once again, thanks times infinity for watching and listening, everyone. I hope to see you again for future episodes. And until those come out, stay safe, everyone, and keep this amazing community of what it is. And finally, also huge thanks to Mr. James, aka Lasers, for guest starring on the episode. No I worries, hope you enjoyed dude. it. And I also hope to see you again on future episodes. It was an absolute blast having you, and thanks once again. And uh, that pretty much sums it up for this episode of the Memory Corridor. Uh, stay safe and active, everyone. See you later, Assassins. Peace.